All right, yogis, let's get those headphones on and that volume up because it's time for Shala, the podcast dedicated to all things yoga. Here's your host, Sindhi Pradas. Hello and welcome to Shala, our place for sharing and learning. Today's podcast segment continues to learn new words and pronunciations for you. It's starting to become like a seven-layer bean dip, which makes me hungry. If you want my vocabulary categorizations, I'm happy to share them with you. Just let me know. Let's get started with some new words. Words that express feeling and emotions. Ananda. Ananda means happiness. Ananda. Sukha means bliss. It means peace. It means joy. Let's look at some numbers. Ardha means half. Ardha is half. Eka means one. Three means three, the numerical three. Sama. Sama means neutral. Sama means zero. Sama means back to its state. Kona. We've used this word in the past before. Kona means angle. Let's look at a couple directional words. Paschim means the west, or in other words, the backside of the body, sometimes referred to as Paschim. Apana. Apana is the downward force. Let's look at some positioning words. Supta. Supta means laying down or on your back. Upavesha. Upavesha means to sit down. Upavishta means to open. Upavishta is open. Baddha is bound or tied. Let's look at some words that come from nature. Agni means fire. Padma means the lotus flower. Shava is the corpse or the dead body. Kapota, kapota means pigeon. Gau means cow. We use the word bitil in the past podcast for bitilasan. Bitil is also the word for cow, but in a very specific posture on her fours. Here, the word gau for cow is in reference to gaumukhasan. We'll get into that breakdown soon. Another word from nature, manduk, is a frog. Let's look at some inanimate objects. Stamba. Stamba means a log. Pariga means gate. Danda means a staff or stick. Mala is like a necklace. Let's look at some parts of the body. Pada means feet. Angusta is the big toe of the foot. Mukha is the face. Anga is referred to as the body, the physical body, or the limbs. Janu is the knee. Shira is the head. Let's introduce ourselves to a character from human mythology that finds its name in a yoga pose. Hanuman. Hanuman. He was the monkey god in the epic Ramayan. And then there are a few other words that kind of have their own place in my categorization. Raja 
is king. And Vira means hero, the one with courage, the one who's proud. So let's take these words and see the breakdown from the name of the poses. Agni Stambhasan. Agni Stambhasan. There are two elements to the name. Agni is fire. Stamba is log. Therefore, Agni Stambhasan is your fire log pose. Padmasan. Padma is the lotus. And Padmasan is the pose, the lotus pose. Mandukasan. Manduk is the frog. Mandukasan is the frog pose. Ananda Balasan. Ananda is happiness. Bal is a child or an infant. So Ananda Balasan. This is your happy child or blissful child pose. Parighasan. Parighasan. Parigh is the gate. Parighasan is the gate pose. Pashimottanasan. Pashimottanasan. Pashim is the west or the posterior side of the body. Uttan is the intense stretch. Pashimottanasan, intense stretch to the back side of the body. Appanasan, Appanasan. Appana means downward force. Appanasan is when you are on your back, your knees are close to the body. It helps squeeze the organs to allow the body to release gas. Appanasan, downward force. Ardha Hanuman Asan. Ardha Hanuman Asan. Ardha is half. Hanuman is the mythical monkey god. Half Hanuman, half Hanuman Asan. Ardha Hanuman Asan. And then you have Hanuman Asan, which is the full expression of the Hanuman Asan pose. Sama Kon Asan. Sama is neutral or zero. Kon is angle. Samakonasan. This is the pose where you're seated, your feet are wide, and your torso is up. Samakonasan. Now, contrast to Samakonasan is Baddha Konasan. Baddha is bound or tied. Kona is angle. Baddha Konasan. That's your feet bound together pose. Upavishta Konasan. Upavishta konasan. Upavishta means open. Kon means the angle. So upavishta konasan is the pose where you're seated, feet are wide, and the torso is leaning forward and down. Shavasan. The word shava means a corpse or dead body. Shavasan is your final resting pose at the end of every yoga class. I'd like to do a little call out here. I've heard one too many yoga instructors use the word Shivasan. There is no pose called Shivasan as it relates to the actual pose that they're trying to teach, which is Shavasan. So my ask would be, let's make sure we pronounce the name correctly. It's Shavasan, not Shivasan. So Shavasan is the dead body or the corpse pose. Dandasan. Danda is the stick or the staff. And that's Dandasan. 
Sukha Asan. Sukha means happy. It means peaceful. Sukhasan is your seated happy posture. Here comes a mouthful. Ekapada Rajakapotasan. Ekapada Rajakapotasan. Eka means one. Pada means foot. Raja means king. Kapot is the pigeon. So Ekapada Rajakapotasan is popularly known as pigeon in a vinyasa class or sleeping swan in a yin yoga class. Ekapada Rajakapotasan. Anytime you have these long names in a pose, I suggest that you slow it down, break it down, and then pronounce it. It'll make it easy. Ekapada Rajakapotasan. The next one, Supta Padangustasan. Supta Padangustasan. Three parts to the name. Supta means to lay down. Pada means foot. Angusta means the big toe. So Supta Padangustasan is the pose where you're laying down and your hand is to the big toe of the foot. Gau Mukhasan. Gau Mukhasan. Gau is the cow. Mukha is the face. This is your seated cow face pose. Gau Mukhasan. Here comes another mouthful. Tri Anga Mukha Ekapada Pashimottanasan. Trianga Mukha Ekapada Pashimottanasan. Three means three, the number three. Anga means body or limbs. Mukha is the face. Eka is one. Pada is foot. Pashim is the west or the posterior side. Uttan is the intense stretch. So three anga becomes the three limbs. Mukha is the face towards eka one, pada foot with backside pashim getting an intense stretch uttan. You put it together, tri anga mukha eka pada pashimottanasan. Might feel overwhelming, but if you break it down and say it slowly, it all comes together. Next one, pashimottanasan. Just like we learned earlier, Pashim is the posterior or the backside of the body. Pashimottanasan, this is your seated forward fold. Upaveshanasan. Upaveshanasan. That's your squat. Upavesha means in a seated position or a sitting position. Upaveshanasan, that's your squat. Virasan. The word vir means a hero the one with courage, the one who's proud, Virasan, also known as the hero pose. Janu Shirshasan. Janu means the knee, Shira means the head. So by virtue of the name of the pose, this is the head to knee pose. But as your teacher will instruct you, it should be more head towards toe pose from a structure perspective. But the word Janu Shirshasan means your head to knee pose. Mal Asan. Mal Asan. Mala means, or Mala means the necklace. So imagine you have pearls in a string and that's your necklace. Mal Asan. 
this is your squat position with the options for hands either in a prayer position or in a bind. It's also known as the garland pose. So that was the vocabulary section for this episode of the podcast. Send me ideas, send me suggestions, send me what topics you would want me to cover. Until we meet again, I bow to you. Namaste.